I left midsummer feeling empty, hurt, borderline offended, personally attacked, bothered. This film did something to me in a way that your traditional horror films do not prepare us for. Midsummer is a psychological slow burn written and directed by Ari Aster, who's probably most famously known for his debut feature film, Hereditary, which in my house, nobody wants to watch or rewatch, and I can't blame them. This movie, I don't want to necessarily spoil the specifics, but if you're looking for a synopsis, look in the description of this video or podcast, depending on how you're viewing this. But imagine if Alejandro Jodorowsky produced a screenplay that was co-written by Eli Roth and Jordan Peele and was inspired by Stanley Kubrick's Eyes Wide Shut and gave it to Ari Aster to make. That's what this is. So it has the makeup of something that's really going to stick with you forever, not unlike Hereditary. Welcome to another episode of Knives Monroe versus the podcast. I'm your host, Knives Monroe. How you guys doing? Subscribe if you haven't already. Follow us on Spotify. You can check the transcript of this podcast on Medium. I'll link that below as well. If reading is more your style. I woke up this morning still reeling and thinking about Midsummer. It, it did something to me. This is a movie about trauma, pain, and grief. You know, I described it as nihilism porn. It doesn't offer any solutions, but what it does hypothesize is that the human fragility is so malleable that you could put us in an a-cultural context and we will still find a way to grieve and it can still be deemed as valid. Ari Aster paints this picture of this culture that I presume is fictional and you're watching it and, and you cannot help but feel that this is somehow funny in a way that's silly, like the way we presume Mormonism is silly or Scientology is silly. But truthfully, every culture feels that way about a culture. You can look at Christianity, which is the religion that won, or Judaism. You can nitpick it and you could say, this part doesn't really ring true or this tradition is barbaric. Almost all cultures exhibit traditions that don't hold up anymore in the 21st century. Midsummer explores this new tradition that we've never seen before. And so you're watching it with an alien eye. And so you are provoked to judge it. And I think this is a testament to Ari Aster's hand in the writing. And he wants to provoke you. And you do. So when you see characters commit acts of atrocities, self-sacrifice, uh, inexplicable symbolism, making human scarecrows out of people, you know, partaking in psychedelic substances and drugs. It makes you paranoid. It makes you suspicious. I think rightfully so. But you, if you're thoughtful, cannot help but look inward and say, well, how would I grieve? How would I process this? I've never known anybody that has committed suicide in my circle. And thank God, knock on wood, nobody close to me has perished in a tragic, untimely way. Not a parent, 
not a spouse, thank God, not a child, not even a friend. And I think I'm very lucky in this regard, but I also know that that's not going to last forever. And our lead protagonist played iconically by Florence Pugh, which 2019 was the, the year of Florence Pugh. Let's all agree with that. I don't think I'm giving anything away when I say she does not smile for this entire picture until she does. Ari Aster played with this theme and he dabbled with it in Hereditary. This idea of being inoculated by a culture when you're cut away and segregated from mainstream society. And you can gaslight and brainwash anybody to be to believe in anything and to cope any way. What is a healthy way to grieve? This movie shows you one way and you will not agree with it. But you have no choice but to reconsider the society that you live in. And it's kind of hard to agree with the way we were brought up. There's a way that the elderly graduate onto the next plane of existence in this movie. When they reach a certain age, the tender age of 72, they're done. And there's a line that somebody says in the movie where what we do in Western civilization is put our elderly in a home. How is that not barbaric or weird? And that's an interesting point to ponder over. This was not a movie that I can find myself going back to. This was not a pleasurable experience, but I'm very grateful that I was able to watch it. One of the most inspired ideas that Ari Aster is able to execute with this movie is something I'd never seen before. It's also something I never would have even thought of, and that's the setting in which it's never nighttime. I mean, maybe it is for a half an hour or a couple hours in the day, but by and large, 98% of this movie takes place in the daylight. When we watch horror films, a traditional horror film, like take your average, I don't know, The Conjuring or The Grudge, which just came out, the way they're going to get you is in the shadows. There are no shadows in this movie. There's nothing to hide behind. Everything is exposed and out in the open. But you are separated from your civilization. And so this indoctrination, this inoculation, this way of being stuck in this vacuum, in this fishbowl, on this island, so to speak, in broad daylight, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no internet, there's no calling home, you can't even drive to the nearest airport. That's a truly horrifying feeling. It reminded me of Jordan Peele's Get Out in terms of you want our protagonists to get out of this situation, but there's no place for them to go. I love how you're asking yourself in this claustrophobia, what would I do? And what's sad is there's really nothing that you could do, especially post-trauma that takes place to, in, uh, to our protagonist. A deafening, inexplicable hardship that would personally take me out of this living equation. Our, our, our lead, Florence Pugh, just chooses life and in the end, you have to reckon with her decision and her choice, and she owns it. Boy, is it a mindfuck. And I have to say, this is one of those movies that I put along with Rec Room for a Dream, The Passion of the Christ, Sallow, Irreversible, as a movie that I cannot go back to. But it is a movie that I must recommend. 
Thank you very much for listening. We'll catch you next time. This was Knives Monroe. Keep a force field around your heart. I love you.